Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Becoming CEO AF podcast. I'm your host, Kimba Garcia. And I am your co-host, Amanda Bell. In today's podcast, guys, we are actually going to be telling y'all about the time that we got stuck in a hurricane. <laughs> which was last week. <laughs> which was literally a few days ago. Kimba, you just got back from the hurricane two days ago. Two. Yeah. Yeah, two days ago. So I am fresh out of a hurricane, really fresh out of a hurricane. Amanda's probably three or four days I'm out about, from. I'm about four days out. Four days out from being in the hurricane. So here's what happened, guys. Let's just jump straight into this. We went to a business summit. Um, the Rainmaker Business Summit is regarding marketing, PR, and public speaking. So Amanda and I went out there with our husbands, Robbie and Chris, to get some training on PR, marketing, and public speaking. We spent three days writing speeches, speaking on stage, being around other high-level entrepreneurs in the space. We met a lot of really great coaches. We're actually going to be interviewing some of them on our podcast. Yep, I'm super excited. So stay tuned for that. Um, but Amanda, for those out there that have just never been to a business summit, right, let's start painting the picture of really what our weekend looked like. And where we were kind of at before the hurricane hit, right? So if I've never been to a business summit before, what would you tell me? Okay, so if you've never been to a business summit before, just know that these summits are usually confined into anywhere from two. Sometimes you can find just a day summit, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. sort of thing. Um, but but generally speaking, when you're going out of state for something like this, it's going to be at least three to five days long. Um, this summit in particular was a four-day summit, and it was jam-packed full of stuff that you, quite frankly, could learn and implement on over for the next year or possibly two inside of your business, depending on the, the pace that you run at. Just know that anytime you go to a summit like this where you are sitting down, listening, taking notes, and fully digesting all of the meat that they are throwing at you, uh, meat is not like the salad, right? It takes a little <laughs> bit longer to digest. And with that being said, it's thick. Um, and that's exactly what we left with, was so much great information, so much knowledge, so many tools under our belt to be able to come back and share with all of you guys. Uh, and so it's a lot of information. Usually we don't even do anything after the summit. So one day he let us out about an hour early and we did not, uh, so around 4.30 p.m., we did not go do anything after that hour because you are exhausted. It, it kind of pulls a lot from you. And then you play catch up on top of the rest of your business and your personal life, right? So and you're in the summit all day, every day. You're only hitting the fire items that come out, uh, that come up during your 15-minute breaks, if you will, or your lunch breaks, if you will. And then it's right back in there pen and paper ready to go just 12 hours of like cramming knowledge into your noggin right just 12 <laughs> hours a day of just cramming it in as much as you can fit as much as you can hold it's there for you and usually we'll take a day off when we get back from a summit to digest go through our notes prioritize our notes and start executing right because y'all know there's knowledge does you no good if you're not going to execute on it right? absolutely so, so it was all of those things and we're at this, we're at the hotel um, in Orlando, Florida, and that's what we're doing, right? And we are in business attire. You guys can go over to our Facebook pages and see some of our pictures from it. But we're in business clothes. We're in jackets and, and dresses and heels, and we're, and we're doing all the things, right? Um, and then we get a notification from American Airlines that our flight had been canceled. And it had been canceled due to the hurricane. Robbie actually went down to go extend our hotel room 
we thankfully we did have a a suite that had two bathrooms a, a living room area with a couch that pulled out into a bed um robbie went down there and was able to extend it for a few more days by the time that amanda's husband chris got down to the lobby to extend their hotel for a few days all the linemen and all the grounded airline employees had booked up the entire hotel so they weren't actually able to extend their room out and we're like, well, thank God we were, and now we have a couch with a bed, and so you guys can crash in the suite with us. But that was the nature of the hotel, right? Now you have all these business people in for a summit. You have all of these linemen that come in to work the hurricane that are actually going to go through the hurricane in Orlando so that they can get up and be first boots on the ground the next day. And then you have all of the airline pilots um, in and staff that weren't able to get out. And we're all here um, at the hotel and we're doing a shelter in place at the resort that we're at in Orlando. And have you guys ever heard of a hurricane party? So people that live on the coastlines, I'd never heard of one. So I did not know that a hurricane party was a thing. Um, but really, what else are you going to do in a hurricane when you've moved as far inward as you could? Mm -hmm. uh, except for, I guess, party. <laughs> I mean, that's all they... So it was kind of cool at the hotel that night, the people that were... Uh, that had come in and were just simply waiting for the hurricane to go ahead and hit, uh, officially hit the outskirts of Florida. They stayed up and had some drinks and threw bags and chatted with other people. Kimba and I did get to stay up and chat with different business owners. So that was cool that we're also at the summit that also were stuck in Florida. Yeah. Um, so that was pretty neat to be able to hang out with those guys that night. We, they, just for some, some visualization, they actually had a bar in the middle of the lobby. And so people were going up to the bar and then they, it was just to us really a big networking event is what it felt like. There was just all these cool people from everywhere and everybody's just kind of hanging out outside. The wind's pretty aggressive. I mean, it's blowing. I think in Orlando, um, I think it was between a, a rough tropical storm and maybe a cat one. Um, where it hit us. And I think the thing that I was, it was a little aggressive, but I was actually surprised at how I wasn't that scared. How I was like, oh, well, hurricanes aren't really that bad. I can actually see why people have hurricane parties. It's kind of fun to just watch it and hang out. And overall, I did feel, I did feel pretty safe from the hurricane. I did too. I did too. And I did, I, one of the pieces that um, I was excited about, for lack of better words, is to be able to see the different elements in Earth kind of move the way that they moved. Yeah, it was cool. Uh, that part was pretty uh, entertaining for me at a, at a very light level, if you will, <laughs> because it is a hurricane. Yeah. Uh -uh. And our, you know, during that time, us being, myself being a storm restoration contractor, my husband Robbie and I, um, my heart was just was just swelling um, with prayers for the people. We thought at the time that it was going to hit Tampa. It ended up hitting Fort Myers. But I actually was first boots on the ground during Hurricane Ida last year. And I saw the devastation that the Cat 4 brings, a Cat 5 brings. And that's not anything to be reckoned with, right? That's not anything to take lightly. So even as the storm is actively happening, Robbie, myself, Amanda, and Chris agreed to stay. And, and be the first boots on the ground again for Hurricane Ian um, to be able to jump in and help people. And so as we're, we're trying to enjoy the experience that we're having, we also know the experience that we're going to be having the next day coming in hot and, and what we're going to be jumping into. Um, but we do believe in the flow and we do believe in finding gratitude. So at the end of the day, we were grateful that they, we were there to be able to make the impact that we made. 
Um, and Amanda and I were sitting on the back patio watching the hurricane blow in. And, and we were talking about that, how we truly believe that that God, the universe, the, the energy that is the creation of it all, um, you know, it was by divine planning that we were there. And, and we truly believed that. And so we held on to our gratitude through the storm, trusting and having faith that we were going to be safe and manifested that all the way into reality because here we are. Yep. Safe. Yeah. If you guys could have seen Kimba and I walking through Walmart the night. So what had happened was the last day of our summit, the hurricane kicked in full speed ahead. So the flights kept getting pushed and pushed and pushed. And that was one of my biggest fears. But at the same time, like Kimba was just telling you guys, we had already made a commitment to ourselves and uh, Florida that we were going to stay for at least 24 to 72 hours to help families in Florida as much as we could. Who better to help them than Kimba Garcia and Robbie Garcia from RKG Roofing Construction, right? And then Chris Bell and Amanda Bell get to follow right behind while they lead the way through that hurricane, you guys. It was almost a perfect setup, and like Kimbo was saying, it was just uh, a divine source for us to be able to have our feet already planted on the ground in Florida before it sh- before it came. So, into the summit, uh, the hurricane starts rolling in. We know it's coming. We're now going to start preparing preparing ourselves for this hurricane and potentially helping the other families in Florida for this hurricane. So we ran to Walmart. We ran to a few different stores, Cabela's, um, all the things. We had to stop and get something to eat. I don't. I don't know how many of you guys know this, but Amanda Bell gets carsick AF. Bad. And <laughs> Robbie Garcia, I will throw up. You will have to pull the car over so I can throw up. Okay. Um, and Robbie Garcia is the first dude that can activate that switch inside my brain with his driving. Yeah, she hates Robbie's driving. It's very jerky and aggressive, to be fair. <laughs> but I do. I am Robbie. I love you big, my love. Like <laughs> you are. I have so much gratitude for him running us around town all the time and um, getting us through the traffic. I mean, the, the, traffic, the traffic was that was dangerous. A funny traffic. Story. We do have a funny story with the traffic. You probably go look at Kimba's videos and hear the commentary in the background of that. Um, Cool thing is, is that we did run to Walmart. And you guys, uh, go check out Kimba's. I think you have a reel on Instagram and Facebook of us going through Walmart and getting the groceries, the supplies we needed. Mm -hmm. There, uh, we we were grabbing cases of water, some food and snacks, all the things. And then Kimba remembered we needed gallons for fuel. Yeah, fuel gas cans. And... The ones that that she found, you guys, were so little. They were one gallons, and they were $16. I was like, we're about to be paying, like, with the gas can and the gas, $20 a gallon if we have to sit here and fill up all these little gas cans. So Kimba comes back with two milk cartons (laughs) (laughs) and says, that's getting us through the hurricane because that's what we have to work with, and we all say, okay. (laughs) And for perspective, guys, again, go check out the reel, but – well, you really can't even tell how how crammed the store is on the reel, but there's lines around the store, right? There's a ton of people in there getting things, and and we loaded up enough waters to be able to share with some of the people at Ground Zero. Um, we loaded up some supplies and some food and some non-perishables perishables and some gas cans and, like, the things that you need in a hurricane. and A quick knife set. Chris, Chris <laughs> yeah. Bell felt like we might need a quick knife set. You just don't know. And that's the thing. It's one of those things where you do walk through Walmart going, am I crazy right now? But the truth is nothing that you put in that basket is truly crazy. I mean, you just don't know what you're going to need in that. Especially if you're going, you don't know what other people are going to need. Yeah. So, And the, that all came to light for me when we were, um, when we were in Cape Coral. Coral. 
Robbie calls it corral. A um, <laughs> hundred times. I was like, corral is a Texas word, honey. We are in Florida. This is coral. <laughs> and it's a buffet. <laughs> like, um, but, but while we were there, that it was on our way home. One, I gave out all of the bulk of our food. We all did. All of it. Even our bread that we had for our own personal sandwiches. I was... So we didn't, long story short, we didn't have any dinner because Amanda gave all of our food away to the community of Cape Coral. Yeah. <laughs> all of it. Yep. <laughs> and I'm. So Amanda's explaining to us, now we're stuck in traffic. When I say stuck in traffic, five hours of non-moving traffic. People are pulling over and camping. We are fixing to run out of gas. There is no gas for another 150 plus miles. There is no gas stations open. There is no Whataburger, folks. Okay. We are just capital F'd. Yeah, no, no water on and on the little section. No electricity, no water. Uh, actually, the bridge that we were on, the reason why we were stuck in worse traffic than you could already imagine, is because that bridge did collapse um, shortly after the hurricane. So, um, so it was everybody was rerouted onto this tiny highway and then just stuck, just stuck there. Um, so Robbie actually had to make a choice and we, we ended up taking the median and going through some grass and just all kinds of just all kinds of crazy things to be able to get back um you know to safety and to fuel and and all the things again um and so it was just a it was an absolute crazy 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 experience it was after running all day and i don't know if anybody uh that's listening if you've been in a hurricane um but it is it is hot and humid so even though it was you know towards the fall time of the year and things are starting to cool off. We were out there in t-shirts and jeans with tennis shoes. Um, I actually laughed because I wore my Chanel shoes to the summit and those were in fact the only tennis shoes that I had brought with me. Um, So guess who went to go help families in a hurricane in her white Chanel's? They're like an off-white Chanel. Mm -hmm. Um, Amanda Bell did, so hopefully my husband will show me some grace there and I'll go buy a new pair. <laughs> uh, but it was one of those things where it wasn't until we got in the vehicle and on our way back home that I realized how important all of the supplies and gear for a hurricane truly was. Mm-hmm. Um, it was one thing to come in prepared. It was another thing to come in prepared and then need the preparation items that we that we had stocked up on. We stocked up on items for the families, but also items for us. Those gallon gas cans were to ensure that we weren't stranded on the side of the road. We and had to use them. We did have to use them. We mm-hmm. did 100% have to use them, and we did have to starve <laughs> we did. Y'all should have heard Amanda in the back seat using her Amanda Bell Harvard voice. That's what I like to call it. Amanda's Harvard voice explaining to us why we don't need dinner tonight and the other people needed it worse. And it's fine that we have no sandwich supplies. It's fine. Kimba <laughs> asked if we could pull over and make a sandwich <laughs> because we were going to be in this traffic for the next four or five hours. And, and it's nighttime and she's hungry. So if we're not going to make it back to the hotel for four or five hours, Robbie, can you pull the truck over? I want a sandwich. And, um, and Robbie... Robbie looks at Kimba with the most straight face <laughs> and says something along the lines of, uh, well, didn't Amanda give our sandwich stuff and our rations to the families <laughs> in the hurricane? And I'm in the back seat and I can hear the whole conversation, you guys. And um, my heart did stop for a minute because, like, I don't want to see Kimba hungry at all. And I also was hungry, Okay. <laughs> But I also know how much we snacked during the summit week because you find yourself doing that sitting at a test. Amanda's like, we're fine. We're going to fast. We need it anyway. We've been snacking a lot. Look at this as an intermittent fast. Kimba, we good. 
I'm like, okay, girl. We were. We were, but we were also grateful. You guys, there were probably, how many cars, Kimbo, would you say were pulled over camping on the side of the road? Oh, so many. I mean, I, I mean, I probably saw 30. Easily on that one road. Yeah, I mean, those are people pulled over, not the people even still in the lanes. Those are the people that then got off the highway. Um, and then the roads that we ended up taking from that to get back home um, were flooded. And, you know, it was just wild. But then I guess, Amanda, let's talk about the coming home of it, right? The the getting back from all that. So you guys can just imagine maybe even how exhausted we still are. It This is my second day back home. Um, and this is where I really gained so much perspective as well because you're out there and you're just running and you're on survival mode, right? And at CEOAF, we talk so much about operating and living in survival mode. And since that's not the way that we believe in operating, it, it's been a long time since I've been in survival mode. I don't, I don't operate my life that way. Um, I have been active in my yoga, my meditation, my healing, and that journey, my breath work for years now. And so, so to feel and to be at a physical and emotional level where I am in survival mode was a territory that I was humbled to be rekindled with. I'll be honest with you. Yeah. Uh, I got home yesterday morning and I started noticing that there are levels to this shit. And that's what I wanted to really leave you guys with in this particular podcast is, you know, for us, sometimes when we're coaching, we're walking people through Warrior One. We're walking them through the beginnings of meditation and the importance of their mind, body, and spirit connection. And it's something that I think to both Amanda and, and I have become almost as natural as, as brushing our teeth it has. in the mornings. And so if you can imagine what not brushing your teeth for a week feels like, it's grimy and it's, right? But it reminded me that, that I didn't start there um, and that a lot of the people that we work with, are, they didn't, they're still in the journey, right? They're still, they're still coming out of survival mode. They feel that they're in the middle of the storm. They're in the middle of the hurricane with their business and with their emotions and with their personal health. They're still in the hurricane. And then there's steps to coming out of the hurricane. And with that really be just comes massive compassion for yourself um, and then starting, right? Let's go back to just to executing on what you've been given. And when we work with our clients and they start executing on what, what we're giving them, we start to see their life change in the same way that it's changed our lives. And to me, this week is truly about coming out of the hurricane and getting back to the basics, getting back to my breath work in the mornings, remembering that truthfully, we don't feel our lungs enough. If you guys will just take a deep breath with me, right? All the way up, right? It's like you don't ever use the full capacity of your lungs intentionally until you stop and do that. Um, to push all the air out of my lungs and feel what it feels like to have no air in my lungs at all um, just always recenters me back to the importance of our breath and of our center and of connecting to our source. And I didn't do that for over a week. And so I wanted to share with you guys that that there are levels to this, right? And that the most important part of, of coming out of survival mode is to start executing in on the small things every day consistently, right? Yeah, I do love all of that. I do think another important piece to staying on track with the different levels, if you will, or finding the basics again, a good reminder is uh, that most people can relate to is to remember to continue to look forward and be that future thinker. 
Yes. So what is uh, what is in the past is in the past, and um, and in fact, revisiting those moments over and over and over again really don't get you anywhere except for the past uh, in your yeah. current present now, which is not always at all the place that you really want to be operating from. Now, to get through a hurricane, we did have to rely a lot on our past and, our, and, and Kimba's past experience and the knowledge with that, and we're so grateful for it. Um, now, to be able to come back to our current now and where we're at in Texas, our home base, um, we do have to go back to our forward future thinking, not just for ourselves personally uh, at a mental level, but for our businesses. We're mm -hmm. right in the middle of... Um, of doing some super cool things with, with the Amanda Bell Realty Group, the solar division at RKG, the roofing and construction side there as well. Um, and then of course, CEO AF. So we're right in the middle. We're starting a new Warrior One podcast in November, 2022, which we're so excited about um, with our brand new coach. So we're super excited for all these things. So now it is time to focus on the future. And I think that's something that motivates or inspires people to put their feet on the ground in the morning. That's exactly right. And for those of you guys out there that are feeling like you're just kind of stuck in the hurricane, we call it the hamster wheel at CEO. If you're just kind of stuck in the hamster wheel, right? You're caught up in the storm. You're stuck on living in survival mode. I just want to encourage you guys to listen to the rest of this. Listen to our whole podcast, right? There are things in here that you can take and execute on right now today to start, you know, you don't have to be a professional meditator to start to link your mind and body connection. You start with five minutes a day. You start with deep breaths. You start, you start the forward thinking one thought at a time. You stop and you do your thought audits. And anytime you feel yourself getting sucked back into survival mode, you understand that it's, it's okay to take one step at a time to go ahead and come back out of that. And you give yourself the compassion that you need along the way. And when you do that, consistently it becomes as normal as brushing your teeth it does which is which is ceo af by the way <laughs> it is it is ceo af and we're so excited to have all of you guys on this podcast with us if you're in a place where you are able to subscribe like or comment please do otherwise don't forget to share with your friends and family that you feel could benefit from our podcast you guys that's what we're here for Absolutely. We will see you guys on the next episode, which we are excited about because we are going to be introducing our new coach to one of our warrior pods, Jonathan Phil. So hopefully you guys can stick around for that one. We'll see you soon. Bye.